Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for June 15, 2011, and now the news. An interesting study came out yesterday that cast doubt on the potential market strength of electric cars, at least in the North American market, that is. The Boston Consulting Group says that automakers can provide more cost-effective ways of improving fuel economy with the internal combustion engine than by going with electric cars. Direct injection, turbocharging, downsizing, and other technologies will boost the fuel economy of the internal combustion power plant to the point that it'll provide a lower cost of ownership than electric cars. It goes on to predict that China and Europe will be bigger markets for EVs. And speaking of studies, the Center for Automotive Research says that if fuel economy standards in the U.S. are set at 62 miles per gallon, it'll add $3,700 to over $9,000 in cost to every vehicle. That would exceed the savings in fuel costs over five years, even if gasoline costs $6 per gallon. Carr concludes consumers will simply hold on to their used vehicles longer, especially if fuel prices are lower than that. It estimates that would mean over 260,000 jobs would be lost if fuel prices stay around $3.50 a gallon. Yesterday, the U.S. Senate voted down an important proposal that would have ended subsidies for ethanol. According to Reuters, the measure was introduced by Tom Coburn, a Republican from Oklahoma. It called for the elimination of federal tax credits for ethanol, as well as tariffs on imported ethanol. The proposal failed to gain the 60 votes needed to push it towards a final vote. This is a hugely controversial issue, but what's really interesting here involves the subsidy. Surprisingly, it does not go to the ethanol producers. Instead, it goes to the fuel blenders, which typically are oil companies. As I've said before, hybrids make up less than 3% of new vehicle sales in North America, despite 14 manufacturers offering more than 30 models with some sort of electrified drivetrain. This may be why Nissan is dropping its Altima hybrid. Wards reports the company just sold 499 of them last month. And according to the Kicking Tires blog on Cars.com, 2011 will be the midsize models last year on the market. If you remember, it debuted in 2007 and mainly uses technology licensed from Toyota. The menace of Munich BMW's M5 refer, returns to showrooms with more aggressive styling, more power, and fewer cylinders for 2012. Riding on 20-inch rims, the M5's fenders are more flared than the previous edition, but retain a refined look. It also remains one of the holdouts in the Cars with Fender Vents Club. Horsepower for the twin-turbocharged V8 increases to 552, and that's up from 507 in the outgoing V10. Torque also improves by 118 foot-pounds to 501, with both peaks coming in the lower rev range than last year. Short on power compared to Cadillac's CTS-V, the M5 is also half a second slower to 60 miles an hour at 4.4 seconds. 
Prices in Germany have the M5 costing 100,000 euros. That's about the equivalent of $144,000. But that figure likely includes the value-added tax, and it could be lower in the U.S. Coming up next, it's time for You Said It. I'm here on the set of Autoline Detroit with four copies of Bob Lutz's new book, Car Guys vs. Bean Counters. I'll be giving away one book each Friday in June. It's easy to win one. Just help us promote Autoline. Email your local public television station and ask them to add Autoline to their weekly schedule. Then forward that email to contest at autolinedetroit.tv and you'll be in the running for your own autographed copy of Car Guys vs. Bean Counters. For full contest details, go to bit.ly slash autolinecontest and don't miss my interview with Bob Lutz coming up on Autoline in a couple of weeks. What if we always settled for the first thing that came along? Then we'd never have gotten here. Introducing the Sonata Hybrid from Hyundai. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Darren is a big proponent of using natural gas in cars. He says, if Obama encouraged the use of natural gas for autos, he could break the OPEC cartel and lower energy costs for everyone. CNG, LNG, or propane is already in wide use in Asia for cars and trucks. The U.S. has an enormous natural gas reserve. This could actually boost our economy to boot. Darren's right. New drilling techniques developed in the U.S. have opened up vast reserves of natural gas. Since their peak in 2008, natural gas prices in the U.S. have fallen nearly in half. In fact, in the last few years, the U.S. has added 100 years of natural gas usage at current rates. And these drilling techniques are going to spread worldwide. So by the end of the decade, the world will have vast surpluses of natural gas. Kate McLeod saw our reports on Saab selling parts of the company to various Chinese companies. She says, poor Saab. And behind door number three, I love your humor, Kate. Two Chris, two Cross doesn't like what he sees coming from Mercedes. The new ML class is fugly. It looks like a C-class mated with a Kia Sorento. I gotta admit, the interior is nice, though. A lot of people criticize the styling that Mercedes is turning out these days, but that does not seem to have affected sales. Lex saw the Malali Derby at Dearborn Downs, where I picked who I think is the most likely executive to replace Alan Malali when he decides to retire. He says, I agree with you, John. Mark Fields is the best person to replace Malali and guide Ford Motor Company. Jim Farley and the other gentlemen you selected in this race have all been invaluable to the current success at Ford. You're right, Lex, and that's what's so impressive about Ford. It has very deep bench strength and really has several candidates who could step into the CEO slot. Tony Gray especially appreciated the way we presented the race to replace Alan Mulally. Love the Derby, he says. Well done. Tony, we had a ball putting that segment together. And you know, we've got some really talented people behind the camera here at AutoLine Daily. Hey, don't forget to tune into AutoLine After Hours tomorrow night. Joining us from Australia, we'll have one of the best journalists in the business, Peter Robinson. Joining me and the auto extremist, Peter DeLorenzo, for the best insider information in the business. That's tomorrow night 
on AutoLine After Hours. And that's today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.